0: Welcome to the Lessons for Living television program. My name is Bill Santos. Thank you so much for watching. You know, we've been taking a look at some of the most popular Bible verses. We're going to find out why they are so popular and how they might apply to our daily lives. You might discover that as we go through this that some of these verses, well, they don't mean or they mean a lot more than we think they mean. You see, quite often, our favorite verses are just that, they're verses. They're not read in light of the passage in which they appear. And this can lead to a misunderstanding about the true meaning of the verse. And I continue to pray that as we go through this series, that will give you some food for thought about these popular verses. Today, well, we're going to focus on what is probably the most well-known Bible verse of all time. It's John 3, 16. We don't even have to look it up. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Luther called this verse the gospel in miniature. It's just 27 words, but it sums up the gospel. It's become the mantra of our faith. But this verse, well, it has a bit of a problem. It suffers from overexposure. It has been read and quoted so often that many of us no longer feel the power of it. And as a result, its impact and its meaning is diminished. So my goal in preparing for this program was to to feel the power of this verse again. To push aside all of the baggage that's attached to it and experience the verse anew. And I prayed that that God would penetrate my heart with the message of John 3.16 so that I could then share it with with all of you. I believe God answered my prayer. I experienced the penetrating power of this verse again. When I did, I got in touch again with something that is so simple, yet so profound, that it healed me of old hurts and wounds. It gave me peace again, peace with myself, peace with God, Peace with others. It set me free from heavy things holding me back. And I believe if you allow yourself to experience its truth today, it can set you free too. Whether you're a Christian seeking renewal or a skeptic seeing something more in life, the truth of today's verse can set you free from whatever is holding you back in life. It can give you the peace you are craving. You know, Jesus spoke about the freedom we crave in the 8th chapter of John's Gospel. Let's have a look. John chapter 8, beginning at verse 31. Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you remain in my word, then you are truly my disciples. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. I don't know what you need to be set free from today, but I know that Jesus can set you free from it. Maybe it's shame. Maybe it's guilt. Maybe it's resentment and bitterness. Maybe it's a bad habit. Maybe it's hatred or maybe it's anxiety, maybe it's some heavy burden that you've been carrying. Whatever it is, the truth of Jesus can set you free. Underneath all of our cravings and our trivial pursuits and unrest is a longing for a truth that will set us free. And oh, how Our world needs to be set free. Our world needs to be set free from hateful political rhetoric. It needs to be set free from evil ideologies, set free from prejudice and anger and and violence, set free from greed, set free from the oppression of the least, the last and the lost. But what is that truth that will set us free? Jesus said we will know the truth and once we know the truth, it will set us free. Well, what is it? Well, I believe John 3.16 contains the truth that will set us free. I want us to take a closer look at this verse so we can expose ourselves to this truth. You see... The context of this verse, it's all about someone seeking to be free. His name was Nicodemus. He was a Pharisee, a leader of the Jews. He was a religious man who followed the law rigorously. His whole life, he sought to earn God's love and grace through following a bunch of religious rules. Maybe you can relate to Nicodemus. Perhaps you've always seen faith and religion as a bunch of rules and thou shalt nots. Maybe you grew up in a religious home or you went to a religious school that beat that idea into you and it's hard to break free from it. Nicodemus was tired of religion as a rule following religion and he wanted to be set free too. He heard Jesus teach and preach and his heart was warmed. He sensed there was something different about Jesus. He was unlike any other rabbi he had ever known or heard. He had this overwhelming love about him. Jesus talked about love and and faith in in a way that, that moved Nicodemus. Nicodemus had to experience the truth Jesus was preaching about. He wanted to be set free from all the rules, the laws, the shame, the judgment. But it was tricky business because Nicodemus was part of a group that hated Jesus. Jesus swallowed up all their religious rules with the greatest commandment, And they were not too pleased with that. So Nicodemus met with Jesus at night so no one would see him. And in the third chapter of John, Nicodemus asked Jesus some questions about how to be set free. And Jesus told him that he needed to be born from above. This confused Nicodemus. So Jesus told him that he was going to be lifted up for all the world to see. And then he would understand. Jesus was referring to his crucifixion. Jesus believed that once Nicodemus saw him on that cross and opened his heart, he would experience the truth that would set him free. It is then that the gospel of John reveals the truth that would set us free. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Now let's break down this powerful verse and as we do, we will experience the freedom that we crave. For God so loved, hear this word, see this word, experience this word, God loves you. So many people see God as a power-hungry deity who demands obedience and submission, something God is not satisfied until we're groveling and feel terrible about ourselves and, and we beg and we crawl our way to him. That's not the God revealed in Jesus Christ. That's not the God revealed in John 3, 16. God loves you. You are his child. He created you. He wants you to be happy and whole. How much does God love you exactly? Well, take a look. For God so loved. To me, this is one of the most overlooked words of this verse. God so loved. God so loved the world. Not just Canada. Not just North America. God so loves. God yearns for us. God loves us so much. Max Lucado says that God loves us so much that if we had a refrigerator, that if he had a refrigerator, your picture, my picture would be on it. But for God, it's not just lip service. God showed his deep love for us, it says, he gave. God held nothing back in demonstrating his love for us. God wooed us back to him by giving us his son. Now, this is when this verse gets tricky for some of us. Okay, first I hear that Jesus is God, Now, this verse tells me that Jesus is God's son and God sent him to die for us. Which is it? Well, if you've ever felt that way, you're not alone. I'm going to do my best to make it plain and easy to understand. It's all about the Trinity. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We don't believe in three gods. The Trinity is a way of expressing the three predominant ways God expresses him, himself in this world. God is defined by what God does. God is the Father who creates, the Holy Spirit who guides and sustains, and the Son who is with us and loves us intimately. So one way to understand this verse is that on the cross, we see God giving the most vulnerable part of himself to us. Just as it says in Philippians chapter 2 and and verse 7, but he emptied himself, taking upon himself the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. It was the ultimate display of love. In this way, the cross is God's poetry of love. See the cross as poetry, not as a legal event. On the cross, God in Christ is saying, you want to know how much I love you? I love you this much. Everyone. The verse says, everyone who believes in him. God so loved the world. It doesn't say God so loved the perfect people or God so loved the religious people. It doesn't say God so loved the Seventh-day Adventists as wonderful as we are. It doesn't say God so loved the bold and the beautiful. God loves everyone, the entire world that he created. God loves and he reaches out to everyone. That flies in the face of many who believe they have a monopoly on God. So many people want to put a limit on God's love. They claim that God's love only goes so far for people. No. God's love is limitless. His grace is within everyone, and that grace calls everyone to be in a relationship with Him believes in him. This is probably the most misunderstood word in this verse. Believe does not mean intellectual assent. It doesn't mean you have done a bunch of mental gymnastics and rationally believe there is a God. Jesus said, even the demons believe in God. Besides, there is a mystery to God that we could never wrap our finite minds around. You see, believe in this verse means invest. Whenever you invest your heart, your life and actions in God and His love, then you will experience life as you were destined to live it. Take a look. Will not perish but have what? Eternal life. When you invest your life into God and His love, you will not perish. Which means you will not live a meaningless, purposeless existence. You will live an eternal life that literally translates life of God it is a life filled with joy, hope, peace, strength, meaning, purpose, and adventure. It is eternal in its duration, but it begins right now. So I believe John 3.16 can be summed up in five words. This is the truth that will set you free today. God is crazy about you. You know, St. Augustine said, God loves each one of us as if there is only one of us to love. God held nothing back to show you how much he loves you and that he wants you whole. He wants wants you to live with with purpose and, and meaning. Believe it or not, convincing people of this is one of the toughest jobs as a pastor. Sometimes it feels as if I cannot preach on the love of God enough. There are so many voices out in this world tearing people down, there are so many people with toxic faith presenting God as an angry judge. My goal as a preacher, the purpose of this media ministry is that people would experience the transforming love of God wherever they are in their journey. I don't want people to hear my voice speaking, but the voice of God speaking. His love, His love into them. That's what motivates me as a preacher. That's all I ever want to do. We need to get back to experiencing God and His love. We need to get back to feeling how crazy God is about us. It strikes me that in the church, we spend a lot of time talking about what we think about God, what we understand about God, We meet in small groups and discuss what we think and understand about the Bible and our faith, and that's great. We must have a thinking faith. Without it, we're doomed to have a destructive theology. But what I don't hear often enough in our churches is people talking about their experience of God. We need to get back in touch with our personal experiences of God. Find a group to talk to about your experience of love, grace, and power. Contact us through our website, l4ltv.com, and we'll we'll connect you with a small group or or with a church right there in your community. The more you do this, the more you will be aware of how much God loves you. This awareness and this experience will empower you And it will set you free. Now I know some of you watching need to experience God's love in the worst way. You've been beat up and put down and knocked out and pushed aside by people in life. Perhaps you're sitting there watching and you're thinking, does anyone love me? Does anyone care? Does anyone understand? Does anyone know how I feel? And Christ reaches out to you with nail-scarred hands and says, oh, I do love you. I love you. I understand you. I care about you. I'm crazy about you. And I am here to love and empower you for God so loved the world. There's a story that says a preacher was speaking at a youth camp several years ago, and the worship service went really late. He didn't get up to preach till about 11 p.m. It didn't help that he had the flu, but it was the last service of the week, and he had to finish. He was so sick, he didn't even remember what he had said. He was just trying to get through his message. He thought to himself, this is the worst sermon I've ever delivered. After the service, a teenage girl approached him. She looked very angry. She said, I have to find out if something is true. Well, he replied, well, what's that? She said, you mentioned tonight that God loves me. Do you believe that? I don't believe anyone has ever loved me, she said. My dad left me. My mother abused me. I've moved from one institution to another. I've been sexually abused, neglected, and you're telling me that God loves me? That preacher looked in her eyes and said, that's right. He said, I know this for certain. I know God loves you. You want to know how I know? God got up on a cross and said, this is how much I love you. She paused for a moment and and tears began rolling down her cheeks. Then she said, well, if God loves me, then nothing else matters. If God loves me, that's all that matters the preacher said. Sweetheart, you have just learned something it takes most people a lifetime to learn. Hey, God is crazy about you. Open your heart to His love. It will set you free. Let's pray. Gracious God, loving Heavenly Father, Thank you that you loved us so that you gave your son to die on a cross. Father, if there is anyone within the reach of this program right now that has not surrendered to Jesus, has not experienced the liberating power of a life in Jesus, may they do so right now. In Jesus' name, amen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have eternal life. I hope you enjoyed today's study. And I don't know where you are in your life, but I got to believe that with an audience the size that we have, there is someone watching me right now that is in desperate need of hope, comfort, and strength. Well we have a little resource here to help you. It's a little book you can probably read it in in one sitting. It is called The Only Hope. We'd love to send you this book because I know it will have an impact on your life. It's a gift. There's no charge, there's no obligation. It'll arrive in your home, postage paid. You'll get it in the mail. If you'd like to receive this book, pay close attention to the information we're about to give you.
1: To receive today's free offer, you can log on to the Lessons for Living television website, www.l4altv.com. That's the Lessons for Living television website wwwal You can also write us at Post Office Box 27030, Simcoe-Conlin Post Office, Oshawa, Ontario, L1G 0A3. That's Post Office Box 27030, Simcoe-Conlin Post Office, Oshawa, Ontario, L1G 0A3. If you live in Canada, this offer will be sent out to you free and postage paid. For viewers living outside of Canada, shipping charges will apply. If you wish, you can order this offer by calling our 1-800 number at 1-800-972-0337. 1-800-972-0337.
0: Well, I hope you're enjoying this series on these popular verses. I know I'm having a thrill just studying them and preparing them and sharing them with you. Well, we've come to the end of another Lessons for Living television program. Let me first off thank you for joining us. And let me encourage you to tune in every week and to let your friends and family know when we are on so that they can join in and they can watch also. To help you with that, you can refer them to our website, l4ltv.com. On the website, all of the previous programs are there. We have a tab where you can request our special offer. We have a live appearances tab that will tell you exactly where I'll be appearing. And we have a donate today tab that allows you to become a partner in this ministry by investing some of your resources directly in the ministry to help pay for airtime and studio time and the gifts. Not to pay for my salary in any way whatsoever we are a charitable organization so every dollar you commit you will get a income tax eligible charitable donation receipt so think about that and if you feel so moved to do so we can sure appreciate and use the support wanna remind you of our presence on social media Instagram Santos underscore bill every day I put out a devotional video you can see it there you can get access to that Follow me on Instagram, like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash l 4 Television. Like us and you'll be notified every time we add some new material to our Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and be notified every time we add a new program to our YouTube channel. Just before we go, I want to remind you of a very exciting part of our ministry, that takes us overseas to do all kinds of interesting humanitarian work, go to our website, missionnowcanada.com. All of the information is there. Sign up for our newsletter, and why not consider joining us on one of our upcoming mission trips. We are all out of time. Thank you again for joining us. I'll be praying that we had the chance to do this again real soon. God bless you. We'll see you then.